0: sequence start, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero, The Advent season is upon us, and with Advent comes a whole number of feasts. In particular, a number of feasts that are devoted to Mary, the Mother of God. On December 8th, we're going to celebrate Mary as the Immaculate Conception. It's a great solemnity, which is the patron feast for us as Catholics here in the United States of America. But just a few days later, on December 12th, we're going to celebrate the feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe, who is patroness of the Americas. And while Our Lady of Guadalupe is known especially to the Catholic cultures, in Central and South America, she's not as well known to many of us here in North America, including the United States. So what is the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe all about? Who is our Lady of Guadalupe, and what does she matter for our life today? That's what we're going to be talking about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into the topic for today's episode, we want you to know that we love listener feedback, so if you got questions about today's episode, or if you have ideas for future episodes, please contact us. The easiest way to do so is by email, and the address is ignition.com. At sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition, that's I G N I T I O N, at sf, as in Sioux Falls, Catholic, C A T H O L I C, dot O R G. Casey's laughing over in the corner. I don't know why, Uh, but that's the address. Feel free to reach out with any questions about, again, today's episode or ideas for future ones. Um, We're not going to talk about the guy behind the. Cameras. We're going to talk about my co-host, Robin Bruggerman. Hi, Robin. Hi, Robin. You're like Renee Kranz is in the building, but you're, you're you keep coming back. For I more. do.
1: Uh,
0: I'm glad that you're here today, Robin. Mm-hmm. So your passion for folks who have not maybe heard you before on Ignition is living liturgically, or mm-hmm. as we like to call it, living lit, which means something else to some people, but mm-hmm. not to us. Yeah. So just real quick, Robin, who is Robin Bruggeman?
1: I am wife to Spike. I am mom to seven. I am mother-in-law to two. I am grandma to one and another on the way. I am a farm wife. I am a Catholic convert, and I love learning about our faith and living the faith. And yeah, great. That's me.
0: So you've been on uh, several times now, uh, going back I think this spring or even earlier this year, um, living liturgically. So. The reason I'm bringing that up is I know one of the previous episodes we were on, we talked about this idea of living liturgically and why it matters and so important. I really want to encourage folks, if they haven't listened to you on the show before, to go back and listen, especially to that first episode or two where we talked about what does it Mm -hmm. mean just in general to live liturgically? Why is it important? Why is it awesome? uh, Mm -hmm. And and why it matters. So what we're going to be looking at today, as I teased at the opening of the show, is... Um, Our Lady of Guadalupe. Mm -hmm. Uh, So just, I'm going to give some broad strokes, strokes, Mm -hmm. not strokes, some broad strokes, and then I'm going to turn it over to you to walk us through some of the more details about, um, well, about all things Our Lady of Guadalupe. Sound good? good. Okay, so um, 1531, Mm -hmm. uh, what is today Mexico, Um, Mary appears in December, December 9th, from the ninth to the 12th there are a series of apparitions appearances mm-hmm. of mary the mother of god the mother of jesus to um, a mexican native mm-hmm. named juan diego with a really long mexican last name that i don't, do you know <laughs> how to pronounce <laughs> juan diego's last name okay me either no, I won't um, try. <laughs> maybe 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 casey can insert that in Yeah, we'll work on that. (laughs) Maybe next year. Uh, So, Juan Diego, who's a baptized Catholic, Mm -hmm. uh, so she appears to him. um, She asks him, I think, uh, during the course of the appearances to ask the bishop to have a shrine, a church built on Mm -hmm. the spot. And then there is uh, a miracle that happens because the bishop is a little bit like, wait, who are you? What's going on? So, there's a miracle that happens as a result of that, a miracle which, in fact, has endured for almost 500 years. Yeah. Awesome. Nine years from now, we'll be celebrating the 500th anniversary of these appearances, these apparitions, yes. so cool. and the miracle, which has endured ever since. Mm-hmm. But we'll get to we'll that get into in that. a little bit. Um, so this is an approved apparition mm-hmm. by the church. And as I mentioned also in the the, the opener for the show, the uh, Our Lady of Guadalupe or Holy Mary of Guadalupe um, is she she is the patroness of the Americas. So what I want to say about that, just real quick, um, especially other Christians, but even some Catholics might not be familiar. So are these different Marys? So Mary, because she is the greatest disciple of her son, because she's the greatest saint. um, uh, Is that why I said because? Well, she is the greatest saint, uh, greatest disciple of Jesus uh, and she she goes by a number of different titles mm-hmm. if you will uh so she is the Immaculate Conception mm-hmm. um she is our Lady of, all the Our Lady of Lords Our Lady Fatima
1: mm-hmm.
0: but it's the same Mary right
1: um
0: who has appeared throughout history for a variety of reasons yes. uh so that she has all these different titles and many more but just to be clear it's, it's in all the of these same, cases it's the same person same woman. Okay, um, so having said all that, talk to us a little bit about these apparitions where Mary appears to Juan Diego. Anything more? Because I know we want to really focus on the miracle, but I guess is there more? More are there more details that you think would be good for folks to know about the apparitions themselves?
1: Um, well, something that just. Um I thought of while you were talking about how Mary has different appearances, but she's the same woman, is generally when she appears to someone, and they're kind of throughout the world where apparitions have happened, that she generally appears um, looking Mm. like the people in the area that she's appearing so that they will recognize her, right? Kind of as one of them, kind of. And what's really neat about, I think, this apparition is she appears as, and I, I might say this wrong, matiz, mestiza. Yeah, is I'm that a, right? The
0: mischa but um, yeah,
1: woman, which is um, what um, Spanish and Indian combined, right? Yep, yep. And um, in Mexico, in that time, the two were kind of like at war. The two cultures. Yeah, like did not like each other at all. Right. And it was a stressful time. Right. In Mexico at that time. And so. So, yeah. can,
0: can, so can you hold your thought? Yeah. There? So, so we'll again, let think of a historical, <laughs> historical context. This is 1531. Mm-hmm. So, Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492. Mm-hmm.
1: So, really, not that. So, this is long not that after. long
0: after uh, Columbus, who's Italian, mm-hmm. but on behalf of the Spanish throne. Discovered, quote unquote, the Americas, right. and of course right. the native natives who were already, the Indians, already as we call them, who yeah. are already living there. Yeah. Um, so this is, yeah, just the, doing the math real quick. Four, 40 years later.
1: Which isn't that crazy to think of?
0: Right, not I mean, that long. Really soon at all. after. Um, so yeah. Juan Diego is one of the early Christians. Yes. Actually, he, yeah. had, baptized, he had been baptized previously. So the Christians. I can't remember, do you know Robin? So I think he was. Complete native, or 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 were either of his parents Spanish? Do you know?
1: I don't remember don't okay. that. Anyway, I don't.
0: So can So context. yeah. So she.
1: Yeah. Thanks for adding that because that's very helpful. Um. So she appears as because that was happening. So they had the two sides, but there were um people getting together and having children. Yep. Yep. And but there was still like this, you know, the strife on both sides, yep. right? So when Mary appears, she appears as kind of each of them, right? Right. And um. So that's so beautiful, but that. Juan Diego recognizes her as Mary, and she says that's who she is, and I, I think he recognizes too. Then that she is both, right, right. and she's representing <clears throat> both. And when she appeared to him and asked for a church to be built, um, you know, when I think that's just some of the, we're going to talk about some of the symbolism involved in this. That is really miraculous. And um, when Our Lady comes, she always comes peacefully, right? Like, but mm. also. Um, in a loving way and ultimately to lead people, those who she is appearing to closer to Christ.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Every time. So anytime she appears any apparition, that is the message really. I mean, they're kind of different messages with each apparition, but ultimately it's to bring the love of Jesus, her son to the people and for them to turn their hearts. To the Lord. So she's asking for a church to be built. Um and like you mentioned the bishop is like, yeah, how do I know you really saw Mary, because Juan Diego like, was not
0: like like one of the like quote unquote top students. Right. I mean this, the yeah. way, this is like a guy who's forty yeah. or early forties. Yeah. Yeah. So he's and he was middle aged widowed. Yep. yep. Um
1: couple of years before that. Um yeah. And so yeah he just and he has to simple walk. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Simple man. And so yeah, of course the bishop's like, why would I? I mean, okay, but how I need a sign. Yep. And so then that's where this goes as she appears to him, um, once, twice more. And, but, but yeah, it's kind of a, but also to his uncle, we can talk about that potentially if there's time, but, um, anyway, so he eventually does get the sign and that's what we're going to talk about is the sign that the Bishop requests. So I, so he says to Juan Diego, I need a sign. So I really know that you have seen our blessed mother and that this is real, that I really need to build a church in the middle of nowhere. Um, so then, um. Yeah, you have a thought. So hold on, yeah. So, yeah.
0: so I get, um, the first apparition is on December 9th, 1531, mm-hmm. which is now celebrated as the feast day of Saint Juan Diego. Juan Diego, Diego yeah. Juan Diego. So, so Juan yeah. Diego himself, t- to be clear, like you don't become a saint just because you witness an apparition. You become mm. a saint- for the same, Juan Diego has been canonized as a saint for all the re, the same reasons that every other man or woman has been canonized, mm-hmm. because of holiness of life. Yeah. So, this apparition um, had, to put it, to understate it, a deep impact on Wendy, Juan Diego, such mm-hmm. that he was already a faithful Catholic, right. but it, 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 it led to obviously a deep conversion mm-hmm. uh, and led him to heroic virtue. Which yeah. is re- which is what requ- is required for canonization. Yeah. So uh, he his canonization just happened under John Paul II canonized him. Oh, so, wild! So yeah, it was not yeah. that long ago. Not that long ago. Yeah. Um, so his feast day is is December tw- ninth. Ninth. Yep. Um, the day uh, of that the first apparition. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, as you mentioned, a couple more apparitions. So on December twelfth mm-hmm. um, is when this well, this is kind of a multi part miracle, to yep. be honest. Right. So. Yep. Um, Juan Diego sees her and he goes up to her on a hill. It's December 12th. Mm-hmm. And even in Mexico, this is kind of around modern day Mexico city. Mm-hmm. Uh, even in Mexico, it's 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 not like 80 maybe. in Mexico. Yeah. It's 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 cold, but there's roses.
1: Yeah. Which would not normally be growing. So that was kind of the first miracle, yep. right? Where and does she like tell white?
0: him, I think he collects the roses in yep. his Yeah. So this cloak. Um, kind of
1: like their apron. Yeah. Like I would think of it as an apron yeah. that a worker would wear.
0: Yeah. So he collect. She she tells him. So you correct me if I'm wrong. My yeah. recollection is that our, uh, that Mary tells Juan Diego
1: because he goes back to her and says the bishop says I need a sign. Yes. You need to give me something because right. he won't listen to me until I go back with something.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. So she tells him Here, collect these roses in your tilma mm-hmm. and bring them to the bishop as the sign. Yeah. So actually, I'm gonna. So so he these miraculous roses. Yeah, so he, he goes collects, on this hill kind of like, bunches them up.
1: Yeah which which they would normally not be growing. Like yep. so It's colder there. Yep. It's a rocky soil. Yep. Finds these beautiful roses. And I'm sure immediately thinks, oh my goodness, like this is a miracle. Is so miracle. he thinks that is the miracle. Right. He thinks I'm just going to bring these flowers back yep. to the bishop. Right. And he's going to be like, oh, okay. Which I, when I think about it, I'm like, well, how is he going to know that he got the roses there and not at the market? Maybe they don't throw anybody there. <laughs> well, or I, don't any there. A... I don't know. Maybe there's <laughs> no just <freshers>. no market <laughs> for anything. I don't know. But you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but so yeah, he goes there thinking this is the miracle. But to back up just a quick minute, there's another miracle that took place. So one of the times where Mary said you need to come back on such and such a time one, and you need to meet me again, and I'm gonna you know talk to you whatever you know, and he does he's not able to make it to one of the apparitions. Yeah, because his uncle, uncle was, sick. was sick. Unbeknownst to him, there was a miracle taking place because when he went to the bishop, I think right when his. When he when he went to the bishop, his um, Mary appears to his sick uncle and cures him, mm. which Juan doesn't realize yep. until after the fact. So there's another miracle taking place. But right. so then he takes and then, you know, what he he gathers up these roses and his tilma, which is a big apron, and he's able to put them in there and you know, kind of pull it up yep. to himself and go back. Not an easy walk yep. to where the bishop is, you know. Um, so he walks to modern day Mexico City and um is just planning to just drop the roses into the bishop. Right. And and it's, it was not easy for him just to get to the bishop. He yeah, has to yeah, go yeah. through. I yeah. mean, just if you, you're going to come like here, here, you can't just walk Gotta in and see the battle, bishop. You the have Chancellor, to go through the, probably the ch- yeah, proper yeah, yeah, yeah. order. Melinda North. So, yeah, yep. yeah. So he needs to get to the bishop. And then when he does, he goes and drops these roses on the floor thinking, this is the miracle. Right. This is going to be what it takes to get a church built. And instead, when he lets these roses out... They, you know, he's the bishop, I'm sure, looks and is like, what? And then Juan looks down and is thinking, Oh my goodness, there's an image on my tilma that was not there before. This is a miracle, and it looks just like our lady, our blessed mother that was appearing to me, which so, is a miracle in itself.
0: So this is the image that appeared this so this is the image. We're gonna yep. talk more which about it. Uh, and unpack it, spend yep. the rest because the, the 15, well, less yeah, than 15 minutes is, so is not going to be enough time to talk about this, but we're yeah. going to unpack the, the miraculous, Symbols. the symbolism of this, yeah. talk a little bit more about some of it. But folks, yeah. if you're just tuning in, welcome to Ignition. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and I'm visiting today with Robin Bruggerman about Our Lady of Guadalupe. Um, it's a feast that we're going to be celebrating here on December 12th. Uh, it's about um, Mary's appearances to the Mexican Juan Diego in December of 1531, and so the culmination of just over a couple days, uh, just a few appearances, but uh, at the culmination of these appearances, there is a miracle which happens. These miraculous roses we were just talking mm-hmm. about. Juan Diego drops it in the presence of the bishop, and I think the roses are there, but mm-hmm. also on the tilma is this miraculous, miraculous image. image. So we're going to talk about which, this image. Yes. So,
1: so, so your listeners, if people are listening yeah. on the radio or on podcast, if you want to see the Image that we're going to reference, then they can pull this up on YouTube. Yep.
0: So the videos um, on YouTube, if you want to yep. watch, as we're pointing some things yep. out, or you, you can pull can up images in, anywhere on, online. online. Yeah. So, yeah. so we'll be if definitely my audio. Doing. We'll try to keep that into account. Yeah. Uh, remember to keep that in account. So, uh, a couple of things about this: the miraculous dimensions of this image. So, the picture that we're looking at is an actual photograph mm-hmm. of the actual tilma yep. worn by Juan Diego, which. Still exists yeah. in Mexico City, in the Cathedral of Mexico yeah. City. On display today.
1: in a glass case. Almost,
0: so 491, yeah. one, 491 years later. That's crazy. So so the, the, the cloth that the, the uh, Tilma would be made out of is not supposed to last. Right. Almost five hundred yeah. years.
1: The it chile itself should have should only last twenty or thirty years, so it should have been just gone long, 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 long time ago. Right, but so, it is still in existence today. So it that by itself.
0: It. Is it's is literally miraculous? There's no yeah. there's no scientific explanation for how this tilma. Forget the image. Forget the right.
1: image. Yeah, Just the tilma itself. The that tilma itself. The, only the fact thing.
0: that it still yeah. exists. It's been studied. Like every every miracle um, is scientifically studied mm. and so on. So the tilma has been examined by scientists. Yes. It what has not been treated with some preservative right. or something. Right. Um, it, it it by itself is miraculous. Yeah apart from from all the the symbols
1: and amazing miracles within um it is you can go to mexico city and see it. it is the most visited shrine in the world is what i've heard yeah yeah, yeah um and then also it has survived fire it has survived a bomb that was placed below it and acid spilled on it and it's still to this day like it it should not be existing Right. And so, it is so that is a miracle too. But do you want to go into the symbols? Or uh, yeah. what do You have the so, thought. But, but, there. but I didn't
0: say that. So, like Obama. What do you mean? Well, there's there has been periods in Mexico's history, uh, modern history, of of anti-Catholicism. Right. Uh, and so yeah, during exactly. one of these eras, um, some some anti-Catholic Mexicans, mm-hmm. be, because this has become such uh a key part of Mexican religious cult Mexican mm-hmm. culture in general including religious culture some people we, we wanted to I wanted we, they try to destroy this image right. um to sort of remove the religious dimension of mm-hmm. their Mexican mm-hmm. culture yeah. so that's Sad. why bombings and uh right. I think the acid was by accident yeah a
1: worker but yeah so yeah. It's, it's it is it's existence is miraculous, but let's look at some of the symbols, yeah. which, and you'll see this picture on like, I even picked up a rosary card on my way upstairs yep. today. Like, so you'll see this you a can. lot of places yep. and it is known as our lady of Guadalupe. Um, so one of the coolest things is so they can look at, it's like, um, so different ways of one would have known this is Mary, but also how um, people once they saw the image could also make some connection. So our lady's hair is parted in the middle and hanging loosely Which indicates she is a virgin maiden,
0: in the in the culture of that day, in the culture, yeah, in the culture, yeah.
1: Like today, we would not look at that and know that.
0: (laughs) Right, right. right. So that's how. So that's how young uh, virgin maidens wore their hair.
1: Yes. Yep. So scientific analysis has shown reflections of people in the virgin's eyes. So when they study the tilma and they look at the eyes, this is incredible they so they were able to like zoom in and when they look at her eyes on the actual telma there are 13 total figures including Juan Diego and the bishop so right. there's like a scene of when the miracle was happening right. that's crazy right. amazing right. um and let's see oh and that the eyes are um refractive characteristics of a human eye right that's incredible that's, right. that's amazing totally so, amazing so, so the
0: point there is there's no way
1: Someone could not paint that, or could
0: not replicate yeah. the, this 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 level of detail.
1: Right, right. So the
0: scene in which the especially, children,
1: in, I mean, back then, the scene in which yeah.
0: Juan Diego drop or uh, opens his tilma to yep. he thinks just uh, let, he drop thinks the there's something there. <laughs> um, that image was almost as if by photograph.
1: Yeah, yeah, which would be impossible right. back then to right. have right. done. Right. So the fact that her eyes, it's one thing to have these symbols, but that her eyes actually reflect that image is. By the way, do Mar- you, Mar- so do miracle. you know,
0: like, what's the, do you have any idea of the size? So obviously yes. the, the um, size of the the oh image goodness. itself.
1: Yes. I, ooh, I just read that before I came in, actually.
0: Maybe, maybe Casey is um, able to, yeah, Casey's well, we gonna going to look it up for okay. us.
1: Okay. So you can see um, a cross in the center of the medallion that she carries on the upper part of her dress. Yep. This manifests her consecration to her son, Jesus, whose cross reminds us both his total sacrifice for love and for the moment when he gives us Mary as our mother. The symbol of the cross was seen on the sails of the Spanish ships, which you tied in Christopher Columbus, even Um, the Virgin's identity as a woman of heaven and earth is affirmed by her garment colors and decorations. Um, Her reddish tunic is the color symbolic of earth while the star-speckled green-blue mantle symbolizes the heavens, the mantle's color indicates her royalty, since only the Aztec emperors could wear cloaks of that color.
0: So I, so I, the important point here, those the colors, again, this is as it would have been understood by the local culture. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this is not a European culture right. or Mideastern yep. culture. Uh, this is... For to Central them, American they understand culture. it. So, so understand the colors, by what they it. convey, as they would have understood it.
1: Yep, exactly. Um, so it's showing that she is of heavenly. Right. Um, that's where she's coming from. The eight petal flowers symbolize the day of new creation. The blossom is in the form of a hill, and the stem is presented as a river. The hill water represented the concept of civilization. The hill represents the highest point of encounter between God and man. Viewed upside down, the flower and stem takes the form of a heart, the source of life, which belongs to and has its origin in God. So, so Chris has a thought here. Well,
0: no. So you're talking about this. Yep. It, this. Yep. So, okay. So if you look at the 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 red, brown, whatever, there's this image uh, which recurs throughout uh, that that you're describing mm-hmm. right now yep. um, that has all that. Sim- By the way, Robin, um, can you just refer to if because I think this is available on Yeah. So.
1: Um, I, where I have the sheet that I'm going off of is from the shrine of our lady of Guadalupe. And that is in um, Wisconsin by lacrosse. It's an amazing pilgrimage spot, um, devoted and dedicated to her. And they have phenomenal resources available. So you can go to their website. Um, so yeah, definitely do that. So the star, is there something else you want to add?
0: Uh, keep going.
1: Okay. So the stars on her mantle signify that she comes from heaven she is the queen of heaven, and the coolest thing ever is I on. talk about what. Go ahead. Yeah. Her mantle, then her cloak. Um, the constellations are in the yes. exact position as would have appeared before dawn on the morning of December 12, 1531. So, so yeah. if she spread out her cloak, it would be the same constellations that they would have seen in the sky that very day above Mexico City. That's amazing. So, to those
0: stars, I'm glad this is one of the most mind-blowing. Aspect. It is. So the stars that are on the blue-green cloak um, correspond to the way the stars would have been in the sky. Mm-hmm. So like, astron- like you're, I'm just looking at this like, what? But yeah. we can, astronomers can take our sky as it is today, 2022, mm-hmm. and re- quote-unquote rewind the image mm-hmm. as it would have been viewable in central or in, in, from Central America, mm-hmm. from Mexico, and and it corresponds to the 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 stars on her cloak.
1: Yeah, yeah, amazing. Uh, color up a couple of other things. An angel with eagle's wings supports the Mother of God. The eagle was the bird of the sun. Here, the angel is the messenger of the Virgin. The angel wears both a tunic and the same color and a brooch like hers. The angel holds her mantle in one hand and the robe with the other, signifying. The sun she bears is from heaven and earth. Um, Let's see. We're going to run out of time. The four petaled flowers with leaves on her tunic symbolize the Aztecs of the fifth age. The age of peace has begun. The Virgin of Guadalupe shown among the clouds represents her divine origin. She is standing in front of the sun. So that's why you see um, all the way around her is like sun rays. The sun symbolized the greatest Aztec God, which I cannot pronounce the name. But she announces the God who is greater than their sun God.
0: Right. So I
1: love that because that's also a very important symbol because, you know, she's coming to try and unite these two um, sides, but also to be like, hey, you guys are worshiping gods. There is only one God. And I'm coming to show you that. And basically all the symbolism here is pointing to that, that she is from heaven and there is one God and that she is bearing. So that I don't know if we talked about yet the the bow above her um, waist. We have not. The dark ribbon above her womb indicates that she is a woman anticipating the birth of God's only son. Um, so that's very cool also. And then the center of her tunic overlaying her womb is a four petal jasmine flower, which is the des- sign of the divine and the center of the cosmic order to the Aztecs. The virgin's baby Jesus is the divine and true center of the universe. And I've also read um, and watched some videos on how they've analyzed this so much by, like I said, scientists yep. and even devil's advocate people to try to prove it wrong, but they can't with all of this. But that also they have done um, imaging to show like how far along she is pregnant. Right. Just like it's just crazy, <clears throat> amazing stuff. Um, and this is just some of the symbols. Well, we're gonna run out of time. We only we have are. like a minute and a half, a minute and a half left. But there are more symbols that—and I think the thing to remember with this is that truly this is all from God. Yep. God does miracles all the time. And sometimes he does things like this. He used um, our Blessed Mother with these symbols and with the miracles to remind us, I think, of who he is, but also that he is the miracle worker. And just how—why would we not want to be in relationship with God, this amazing person that— created us and he sent his only son. And then he continually shows us ways that he just, he loves us and he wants us to be in relationship with him. So I Amen. just, Oh, they're just amazing. Amazing.
0: So my Advent reading, the spiritual reading that I'm doing this uh, Advent, is a book that I've actually read before at least once, if not twice. But I just continually go back to it. It's um, called Our Lady of Guadalupe, Mother of the Civilization of Love, by Carl Anderson, who used to be the Supreme Knight of the Knights of Columbus, and Father Eduardo Chavez, who promoted the cause of Juan Diego to be canonized, actually. And they talk about... So this is the final thing. This image is more than just a miracle it actually Mm -hmm. in all its symbolism as you just quickly touched on some of it it really uh, unveils a plan for the evangelization of the culture of the Americans so I really want to encourage we don't have more time study this image more maybe we'll talk about it next year again Robin thanks for being here today thanks and folks that will wrap wrap up this episode of Ignition again you can email us ignition at sfcatholic.org with any questions about today's episode or ideas for future ones and until next time may God
1: bless you